0: Do you have a reservation? What's the name? Oh, yes, here you are. So glad you're here. I've been expecting you. I'm Tori Shira. But you already knew that, didn't you? Are you ready to fall in love with your direct sales business and purpose again? Well, then you're in the right place. Welcome to Girl Boss Rehab. Hey, GBR family. It is Tuesday and I am here and I'm actually recording on a Tuesday. So that is, I can actually say that and mean it. (laughs) When you record podcasts, it's somewhat of a time warp because you aren't exactly, sometimes you aren't sure when the episode will air compared to when you're recording it or you're recording so far in advance That you're so far out from when it actually will air, and for you guys, this will actually only be two weeks out. So I am excited about it being October again. I mentioned that in the last show, and I'm just again, October is my favorite favorite month. Has nothing to do with my birthday, but more or less the bow. It's just it's wetter weather. It's the pumpkin spice season. It is the cold. It is the fireplace gets to be turned on, and I get to celebrate my husband's birthday, my youngest daughter's birthday, two of my sweet, sweet friends' birthday. And it's just, it's a fun, fun month, and it just it flies by every year. And I wish I could just get it to slow down just a little bit so I could enjoy it more. But me loving October is not why you chose to listen today. You are probably thinking, okay. What is she talking about? And I'm not sure that I I thought I was powerful or I thought I am powerful. And that is absolutely a true statement. You are powerful and you probably don't give yourself enough credit where it counts. But what I want to talk about is the credit that you give yourself that you don't deserve. So let's dive into that a little bit. So in our network marketing businesses, how often do we take credit or put it on ourselves when somebody chooses that this business doesn't work for them or they say, well, this didn't work or this business didn't work. And we almost take that personally, don't we? That them quitting, we take personally as it's because of us. It's our result when that's not something for us to take. The beauty of our businesses, they are team businesses. Yes, you are in business by yourself. We're more or less you're in business for yourself. You're an independent contractor. I heard someone make a comment about how we're not technically, we're not small business owners. We are independent contractors for million dollar, billion dollar companies. And that, that's like amazing that... We get to claim that. And that when we make that distinction of that you're an independent business owner, independent contractor, that you're not a small business owner. There's so much that you get access to from our companies, whichever company that is that you work for, that a small business owner doesn't get that privilege or those benefits. But that's another podcast completely. But I want to come to you today because very often when somebody doesn't hit their goal, doesn't hit their mark is we take that personally. And it's because we can start to think, oh, ugh, I didn't help them enough or they're walking away because I didn't do enough or I didn't hold their hand enough. And I didn't that and that's, that's not ours. Sure. We can self-evaluate and go, okay, did I check it on in on them uh, the way that they wanted me to check in on them? you know, were there clear plans? Was there a strategy? Did I help them come up with a strategy? Sure, there is absolutely evaluation you can do to decide where you can improve and where you can get better as a leader, you know, or as a partner with them. But on the flip side, do we take credit for when somebody advances in rank? Do we take credit for their team success? Do we take credit if you're here. My guess is you don't. You don't because you recognize that they, at the end of the day, they showed up when they needed to show up. Sure, you may have helped, you may have contributed, but the success is all theirs. That's theirs, right? So why does it make sense for us logically, why does it make sense for us not to take credit for the success? Which is right. We shouldn't. It is theirs. They have to show up. They have to decide how they're working their business and what they want to do with their business. You know, you can lead a horse to water. You can't make them drink. They're clearly drinking the water if there's success there. But then we take it upon our own self that when there is a, they leave to go to another network marketing company, they just set their business down. They Say these products didn't work for me, or this business didn't work for me. Why do we choose to take that personal? Why do we take that on ourselves? So that's the first kind of thing where I want you to sit in and and, and evaluate yourself. Like, are you taking credit for something that's not not yours? But the other thing I want to bring your attention to, and I think sometimes we forget this: we are not that powerful. We are not that powerful to screw up God's purpose and plan for our life and for our business. I want you to rewind 15 seconds and go back and listen to that again. I cannot say it enough because too often we do think we are that powerful. We think that our disobedience in something whether it was not talking to the lady in the grocery line when God was nudging your heart, say something, say something, or you think that you're not posting enough on social media, that you're not sharing enough on social media, you're not showing up to enough trainings, and you're thinking that that's you screwing up. You're not showing up at these places. And when, if God wants you there, he'll, we have to prioritize it. And we have to be discerning of how God wants us to work our business. And it's going to be different for each of us rest assured that the way that you work your business and what you decide is acceptable in your business is going to be different than what I find acceptable in my business and where my priorities are. And that's okay. Again, one of the reasons why we are so blessed that this is an independent contractors and we do not have to work any other way as long as we're within the terms and agreement of our businesses with our larger companies that we can work how we choose to work. And again, I'm making the assumption here that if you are listening to this podcast, that you have a heart for Christ, that you have the desire to work your business in a way that would glorify Him and the kingdom. That is my assumption. If that is not the case, then these things are going to feel really weird to you because you're not going to understand and you're, you're not mentally going to align with them. So how on earth can I say that we're not that powerful? powerful enough to screw up with God's plan and purpose for our business. So, you saw the results. Whatever has happened in your business where you have thought where you have legitimized your power and going, see, I didn't show up every Tuesday for a training. I didn't post on social media like I was coached three or four times a day. I didn't do the the 90-day plan that I had purchased. I didn't and you're starting to give all these things. That does not mean, okay, you are thinking results-oriented, right? Our lives are marathons. They are not a sprint. Our life is not a picture on Instagram, on Facebook, and it is not just flat, okay? Our life is continuously moving. There are going to be things where just because you didn't listen to God's voice when he's told you to do something does not mean that he just tosses you out the window and go, well, she doesn't listen to me. So, all right, who's next? Who's going to listen to me now? No, not at all. He's not going to write you off. He will never write you off. If you have accepted him as your Lord and Savior, then he is never going to write you off. Even those that have not accepted him yet, he has not written off. Until the time where he hardens their hearts and they turn away from him completely. But the point is that there are examples in the Bible of huge, huge screw ups, if you will, or disobediences or complete disregard for God. And God still used it for his plan and purpose for his kingdom and glory. Because that's the thing that we forget. We forget. That sure, our life is the most important thing to us because it's what we see. It's what we live in every single day. But when we look at the bigger picture, God's picture, not just our little puzzle piece, but God's picture is that I do things in my life, not for my life and my plan and my purpose. I absolutely do them things because God has directed me to do them. Doing this podcast was one of them. But I don't know how he's going to use this in the bigger puzzle. I have no idea. I pray that I'll get to find out on the side of heaven. And if I don't, I don't. But that's what we think. We think that when we screw up, I mean, we make it look like it's just our, our life and it's our puzzle piece that we've ruined. When God's like, no, I can, one, he already knew it was going to happen. So shocker, you can't surprise God on anything. And he already had anticipated it. He not even anticipated. He already knew, period. He knew the moment that he created the universe, the world, everything. He knew what your life would look like, what were going to be your temptations, what sins you would sin, who you would marry, all of these things. He knew every single part of that. He's not going along with you, sweetheart. He has written the book and he has closed it because he already knows it all. There's nothing that he has to write. So let's look at some biblical examples of people's screw-ups, right? The first one is Adam and Eve. I mean, it doesn't go back any further than that, does it? Like, can you imagine being Eve and thinking when you get kicked out of the garden, like, oh my gosh, we screwed this up for everybody. We screwed this up for everybody because we didn't listen. Like that, how God took what Adam and Eve did knowing that they were going to do it. He knew what choice that they were going to make when he still created the world and still gave them free will and choice. He knew that they were going to do it. They sinned, and he kicked them out of the garden and says, you can't be here. So he already knew before all of that that he was going to send Jesus, that Jesus was going to die on the cross, and that Jesus' sacrifice would be our salvation. Like he already knew all of that. It wasn't like all of a sudden he was surprised that I Meneve made that choice like, dang it, I thought I had this perfect garden here with these perfect people that I made and my image and they screwed it up. So now I got to think of a plan B. Y'all, there was no plan B. There's only his plan. <laughs> you have to remember that. There's only his plan. So we have to think about things like, yeah, we're going to screw up. We are going to disobey God. We are going to be in our own selfish little world. We are going to make wrong decisions. But you all have to know that that doesn't deter God or it doesn't distract him from what the plan and the purpose is for your life and your business. So if that example isn't enough for you, let's talk about Jesus's death. (laughs) Jesus preached the gospel for three years. His ministry was for three years-ish. And again, him being crucified did not trigger a plan B. Jesus came knowing exactly what had to happen so that we could spend eternity with our Father in heaven with him. When the rest of the world, all of his disciples, when they all thought that it ended because Jesus died on the cross and they buried him in a tomb and lights were out and that was it. Now, what? You know, he was supposed to be our king. He was the Messiah, all of these things. And yet, God used everything that people had. Everybody that didn't believe in Jesus, the Pharisees, the Romans, all of that, they all had planned. They had plan after plan after plan on how to get Jesus to die, how to kill off Jesus, right? Because it was screwing up their world. Even in that, God knew and said, nope. I'm going to use what you have planned for evil for good for those who I love and that love me. So, again, the resurrection wasn't plan B. You have got to quit thinking that every choice of disobedience or of sin or of a screw up or wrong action, whatever you have are in life or in business, it's not irreparable. It's not unredeemable. It's so redeemed, in fact. It's so planned out, in fact, that God already knew that that's exactly what was going to happen. And He already knows where you're going from there. So much so, He knew way back when that you were going to go there. Isn't that incredible? Isn't that incredible? I mean, I don't know about y'all, but that gives me so much hope that God has already factored in my stupidity when He planned out my purpose. In my life, because I mean, I can't be the only one that makes stupid decisions, or puts my foot in my mouth, or does everything the wrong way, and doesn't figure it out until the last the last piece. I can't be the only one. If I am, y'all don't tell me. Let me let me think that there are more of y'all out there. Okay, so maybe this episode is just for me. So, and here's my last example. I mean, and the Bible is full of these. Okay, full of them. Judas was a disciple. Judas followed Jesus. Judas heard the sermons. Judas helped pass out the fish and the bread. Judas was there for the washing of the feet. And still he walked out of there to go tell the Pharisees where Jesus was to get the silver for his pocket. And Jesus knew I mean, Jesus knew what he was doing when he walked out of the house. I mean, it, how hard of it would have been Well, like Jesus could have ended the, the Last Supper and said, hey, guys, well, this has been fun, but I really need to get headed. I got to go. Going to call it an early evening. There are going to be some people looking for me. I'm not going to really tell you where I am because I'm just going to avoid this thing. And so y'all have a great time. I hope you guys caught the vision in these couple of last years. Love y'all. Peace out. sounds ridiculous, doesn't it? I don't know. I don't know if that sounds more ridiculous or the fact that like what sounds impossible is that Jesus knew he was walking out and that Jesus knew that he would be arrested and beaten and and he stuck around. So I guess you could look at it, which one's more ridiculous to you. But even Judas, who acted in selfish, selfishness, greed, Pride still did not thwart God's plan for Jesus to be our salvation. Isn't that incredible, y'all? Like, granted, our businesses are not salvation. They are not as big as salvation. However, our businesses, our lives are important in God's kingdom and in God's purpose, sharing the gospel, and introducing people to Jesus. like That's important. That's so important. And yet we, because our mission is important, we think that we have so much power in the results of our mission, when in reality, we can only do what we can do. We can pray, we can discern, we can I mean, seek God, seek His kingdom, and pray that what we're doing and where we're going is the right way. But the results are not up to us. The results aren't up to us at all. So you can't screw up what God has given you. You can have consequences. We will have consequences. When we sin, when we disobey, there are consequences. But that doesn't mean we're screwing up the direction. may make our life harder. But God uses that even. There are people, I'm gonna see if I can find his name and put it in the show notes for you guys. But I mean, there is a pastor, one of the Carolinas, I think, and he drunk driving, killed a guy, and was in prison. And it was in prison where he accepted, he knew of Christ, he knew of Jesus. I think his family all went to church, but then he, I think he became a soccer star. I'm probably butchering this entire story. But in one poor decision of drinking and driving, He killed a guy and he went to prison and God used that moment right there in prison where he came to Christ, surrendered his life to Christ. And because of that decision, that guy has now changed thousands of lives because now he's out and he has his own church and he shares his testimony and people I mean, how many of us think that we can we have screwed up so bad. We have screwed up like I I can't fix the past. I can't. And then well, now I I can't do anything. I mean, there's what would God do with me anyway? I'm such a screw up. Well, it's in that where he gets to show his glory. Come on. Like how awesome is it that I can make all the wrong decisions and I'll have my consequences for making those wrong decisions, but then God gets to show up and make all of that good for His kingdom. Like, I couldn't make that happen if I wanted to. Like, that's awesome. So wherever you are in your business, you just started, you are continuing what you started. Perhaps you started with a different company or picked your business back up after a break, whatever you've done, or maybe you've been rocking this for... 14 plus years like myself. Wherever you are in that, I want you to feel comfort and peace and encouraged that God's power is so incredible and so overwhelming that there is nothing that we can do that God can't use for His glory and His kingdom. So that is what I have got for you guys today. And I hope that that encourages you. I know I needed the reminder here uh, today. And until next week, see you guys then. Great session today. I'll see you back here next week. In the meantime, be sure to follow the real.tori Shira on Instagram. And if you have any questions between this week and next week's session, be sure to email me at girlboss.rehab at gmail.com. And remember, God already factored in stupidity when he assigned us our mission and purpose.